It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Like a new cultural trend from Japan or something where they're like eating steam. Because they would. They do. They totally would. Yeah, no, they have yeah. actually in Japan. Uh, Are we live? Yeah, it's live. All actually right. in Japan, uh, they cook with, with like the steam that you see. Like, so it's a part of the meal. And like the piece of the steam is actually in the bowl whipped around. You see them whipping it around. Mm -hmm. It looks like. They do stuff like that all the time. We tell you not to bang your hand, but you're going to bang the cup. Oh, I'm sorry. You know something? This could be. Uh, I don't see it live anywhere. Um, it should be on Facebook. I put Is it, it on, on your page or Damn Good Conversation? It should be on Damn Good Conversation. A Damn Good Conversation. I don't see nothing. It's live. Uh, you didn't hear that. I did that perfectly. That was, that was pretty good. That was good. See, I didn't I'm, even know you did anything. See, there you go. Because when you mm -hmm. switch lanes, nobody should know you're uh, switching lanes. Mm -hmm. You can pull the mic mm -hmm. down so you don't have to talk like that. I can't. Because mm -hmm. Anya said oh, it. Yeah. Anya said it for herself, so you know the height difference. Oh, okay. Yeah, I found you doing like that. So you know. <laughs> well, it's good. Oh, can you hear me? Test one two. Oh, well, let me I not don't say anything. I don't see nothing on Facebook, man. Am I doing it right? Look, I'm on the damn good conversation page. Look. It's the coffee that's messing up. No. The <laughs> Get out of here. How was people listening to us before on uh, a damn good conversation? Yo, you drinking mad hard. You, you mad, heard that? Mad oh, yeah. rough on your Yeah, throat. I heard that. Listen, that's what happens when your stomach has steam in it yeah, from uh, the Philippines. Yo, you, mad, you hear that? mad rough on your throat. Man. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we can tell you don't have gag reflexes. Oh, you why you gotta take it there? That is so personal. Oh, she has gag He's reflexes. Just, oh my god. Hey, I think any conversation that sex is added to is great. I saw this show. I saw like five minutes of the show. Mm -hmm. It was what was it called? Situational. Si I think no. I heard of this. It, it was like so sexual, and it was so funny because I, I walked. It's like everything is so sexual nowadays. Everything. I was in, I was in church, and the pastor was holding his penis. I believe that. Did you see and that the, pastor? And the, and the Lord kept telling me. I believe that because he probably fucks the whole pew. That wasn't the church. The church that was the subway, Jay. <laughs> I, no, I, I don't go in the subway. Get it? I don't go to. All right, never mind. Hey, listen. Uh, I hate boom, telling boom, boom. jokes. I hate telling jokes that go over people's heads. You know. No, I. That's great. That's that. But these pastors out here like doing uh, some crazy things. Did you see the pastor who was trying to uh, cure people with his sperm and making oh, yes. everyone suck his oh, dick? Oh my god! The people, what? People do that all the time. They try to cure you but with your sperm AIDS. and your urine. He he had AIDS, and he was giving out the church. And you see everybody no. throw men and women just sucking his cock. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh my god! He's like, it'll cure your oh life. Oh my god! And I'm like, Are you serious? Yes, very. This is a this is a real situation. This is a real situation. And I, you know this what? I bet this has happened more than once throughout the course of history. People believe in like the healing power of fluids of the human body and stuff. It's ridiculous. So there's pastors like, go around historically. Historically, there's a whole culture of people all around the world that drink their own urine. Oh. That's better than drinking somebody else got that urine. That's true. <laughs> At least you know what's in your urine. That's true. Preach. Right? Preach. You know what's in your urine. Huh? Oh, God. Well, Did you hear what you just said? You yeah. just said that it's better to drink your own urine than to drink somebody else's urine. What the fuck is in the preacher's urine? <laughs> All right, yo. We got to we gotta get this thing live because I think there's people that want to listen to this. I um, think I think this stuff people want to listen to. I don't know where we are live. Yeah, I... the urine drinkers. All right, so I'm on the Facebook page. 
Start a live. We no, could, no, 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 no. We could do I, a I video. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be on. I wouldn't be on the Facebook page live. Oh. Right, because I, I I did put it on the Facebook page. Let's see. So right now, damn good conversation. Oh, you're on speaker. Okay. And we should be on live here because we are. Yeah, we on live. See, look. It's funny that we okay. uh, talk about Facebook. My Facebook is glitching right now, so it's not uh, working. So properly. right now, damn good conversation. Yeah, it's on live. Okay, oh, speaker. Okay. All right, I'm gonna yeah. put that uh, on Facebook. We're on live right now. Yep, let's share it. Here we go now. Here we go. A damn good conversation. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, I think I got it up and running. This is what it is. We are on live. I should. Should I? Do you want me to? Uh, what's the name of the phone? No, because we got to verify the phone number. We got to verify. What you talking phone, about? The phone number isn't verified. What you talking about isn't verified. Yeah, it is. Look on our page and watch how you see it's not verified. To three four seven. Three four seven. Three four seven is the house number right here. When they call, it'll, it'll ring right here. Like, what number is verified? See if my, I know my cell phone isn't because my cell phone is verified to another number. Oh, it's to my phone number. Right, but. And we don't even have your phone, but yeah, I don't have my phone. Uh, are you on? Are you on Google? It's it should be just working through Google Voice. But then how how are we going to get it from Google Voice onto here? I I had I oh. I, I would have to go through this on the phone okay. and verify. It. And I'm guessing you don't want to you don't no, want to make your home phone public. No, 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 it wouldn't be, wouldn't be public. No, but I'm saying that's an alternative that we could do. No hell, no. hell, no. yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> JP, let me get a pizza, man. <laughs> Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. I hear some food going. Yo, this is good conversation. <laughs> Me and my it. lady need advice. Yeah, this is crazy. We we live, ladies and gentlemen. We all right. Um, we should just uh, encourage people to write write us in on uh, on Facebook. Tune in to talk to us. Oh shit! I'm sitting over typing the wrong. We got a good conversation going on here, though, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all definitely need to be a part of this. Me, I hear everything. All your opinions. Mm-hmm. I can tell you when you're gonna get carpal tunnel. That's how bad. Uh. <laughs> that was very funny, actually. <laughs> we are live. Sounds like a secretary in the '60s. Just bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> share. We put share. Wasn't that like the most best job ever? Most it best was job. Like I am a secretary. It was like, whoa, oh my gosh, like. Now that I'm a secretary, damn, sorry for you. Like, what the hell? Like, we are live. We are live. Come join us. I think there's a fine line between uh, being sane and insane. And uh, I think I have throttled that line. Between being insane? And insane, yeah. That's a good topic to talk about. You're not insane. Thank you. And that was a good uh, alibi. But you know what? There's different types of being insane. Like, there's the insane that people don't want to be, which is, like, an irrational human being that makes decisions that are not in anybody's best best interest, you know? Mm -hmm. But then there's the insane where, like, your brain just flows in a way that might be non sequitur, but it's creative and it's it's blooming, you know? It has, like, you're thinking new ideas. And that, a lot of people will call that that crazy, but you're an artist. But that's That's not insane. But, right, that's not insane. Like, because because your mind is open wider than the the quote-unquote average person. Right. Why do you have to be the outcast? No, they're the fucking right. outcast. So, right. so what I'm trying to say is, so I hate when I hear people say, oh, I'm, I'm crazy or I'm different or I'm mm-hmm. odd because your mind thinks more openly mm-hmm. than the, mm-hmm. the, the norm, mm-hmm. the norm of a regular yeah. person. And if you want to call yourself crazy, like people identify that way, that's fine. It's just as long as you don't let it get to your heart for you to think that there's something wrong with you. You, you know why I don't want... And, and, and it's so funny we're doing this because I'm, I'm right now talking to my daughter about this because my daughter keeps saying she's strange, she's odd. She's no, weird. they're strange. The other people are strange. And what mm-hmm. I what I try to explain to her, don't wear that. Don't wear that badge. Mm-hmm. Don't put that badge on. Mm-hmm. That badge has nothing to do with you. You are not weird. You are not strange. You are Very not strange. Uh, you, you, you think differently, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But Eccentric. the stigma that's to strange, odd, and what's name is an outcast. Like you and, and I hate when people put themselves in an outcasting situation like that. You know, you know what, I mean? what? I think that 
there's also different ways that you can define outcast. And I think if you are an outcast, which means that you're just like not the same as everybody else, then maybe it's okay to be an outcast. Just as long as you don't feel alienated, you know, it's okay to be an outcast because most of what other people are doing is bullshit, you know, like let them do their thing and you do your thing. You want to know what? The, the meaning of the word outcast brings on a sort of a negative stigma. It does. It, you know, it's funny. To, 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 to say, and I don't, I don't like it when people stick negative language negative yeah. definitions on something that's normal mm-hmm. because so outcast is one of those things that has a negative stigma stigma but mm-hmm. it shouldn't it sh- right it, it should shouldn't. it shouldn't so we can you, it shouldn't but when you hear someone of an outcast you don't think of oh he's a genius right you think of he's strange he's odd he's only, yeah. he can't other, fit in yeah. society only other people Say no, that we're geniuses. We're not outcasts. Yeah. But there's a there's a group of uh, psychiatrists and psychologists who believe people who uh, just go through life regularly are are the crazy. Uh, oh yeah. Quote, unquote, oh, the norm- ones. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that something's think, fucking yeah. wrong with them. Like, how do you go through uh, all these deaths, all these heartbreaks, all these um, ups and downs, all yeah, these, yeah, yeah. and still just robotically go through life? Right. Something is right, wrong right. with you. And I, right. I, I, I fucking second that. So, one hundred percent. So, you think mm-hmm. people should like indulge in emotion? Uh, I mean, don't let emotion make you make irrational decisions. But I'm just saying, like, okay, you're born and raised in this society, and you live your whole life, and you don't ever have a breakthrough where you decide to like make something more of yourself. Right. You never want to. I think that that's crazy. Doing the same thing over and over and over again, and never, never questioning it—that's crazy. If you have, feel free. You know. Oh just God. take it. Just Mardi Gras in, <laughs> oh in the studio. We are Mardi Gras in the studio. Um, it's like you, it's it's true. Like so, you like you never wanted to burn a motherfucker's house down for right. cheating. You never right. wanted to. Mm-hmm. Cut you've a never nigga been dick so off. in love that you've wanted to just oh, right. build a shrine to oh. to a single person. Like right. What? So who come oh, on? Oh, 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 oh. Like, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do y'all both know that judges came from two? Opposite ends of the spectrum, and they're both normal. And they're both first normal. fall in love and build the shrine, and then burn their house, and then down. burn their fucking <laughs> house. Do both. Give me some. That's fucking right. Yeah. So, 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 in other words, ladies, what you're saying is that people should indulge in emotion. Because how else will you truly survive so if that, you never? So the answer in, is yes. yes. You need to do both. You yes. need to do both in moderation. If you never indulge, then when it explodes, it'll be catastrophic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm one. And I, we just talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. I keep my and I talk about you all the time. I keep my emotions on reserve mm-hmm. um, because I'm a not just a male because I, I do I do break out in emotions when no one's around. Like mm-hmm. I do cry when no one's around, or mm-hmm. or if the situation is so extreme, I, I let it be known that it affects me. But I keep my emotions uh, intact. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't play in emotions. Mm-hmm. I hate playing in emotions because mm-hmm. people are erratic. An emotion, mm. whether it be a happy emotion, whether it be a sad emotion, a mad emotion. Yeah. When people deal in those emotions, they sometimes make like erratical decisions. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try not to deal with the. Emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I don't deal in emotions. But see, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with the way that you're doing it. Like I I wasn't at all criticizing what you're doing. I think everybody has their own emotional balance, you know. And you got to do what works for you. Some people are going to be more emotional. Some people are going to be more rational. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever works for you. But it's when people ignore what they feel. That's when they get repressed. Yes. What was the lady's name? Angela Bassett in A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Mm-hmm. She knew she couldn't take another heartbreak. That's why she told Martin no. Motherfucker kept pushing. Mm-hmm. Now, is she really... You never saw it? Never saw Love Oh, it. Jesus. Thin Line Between Love and Hate. You have to see that. There's a lot of black movies I haven't seen. You have to see that one. I don't care if it was in Chinese and it was subtitles. You have to see that one. That and it, Did you see it? Long time ago, yeah. And it, to me, okay, so basically, oh, man. the woman, mm-hmm. the, the the woman was just, you know, she was working. She was like a, a multi millionaire mm-hmm. uh, because she was a real, uh, you know, a, a realtor. She sold million dollar homes, blah blah blah. She was all about her business. And Martin's pressing her, and she's like, "No, you know, I'm really not interested. I'm all about my work." The bitch knew she couldn't take one more heartbreak, and then he, he goes playing with her because he was all for that girl. I think that mm-hmm. went away to school or the army or whatever. And she was like, "Whoa!" Then she started to like go quote unquote crazy. But how the fuck is her response to his um, uh, lies crazy? 
I never saw the movie, so I could. I, I, it's not, so that's that's like what. So in other words, you saying uh, Martin lied to her lied to, to get her, her to get her once he and it was a bet and with interrupted his and interrupted her peace interrupted her peace because she knew obviously that she wasn't down for any bullshit. Okay, so he so that, he worked really was that hard the one with Bobby Brown in it too? No, Bobby Brown wasn't Bobby Brown in that. Movie? That movie was uh, relatively new. I think Bobby Brown was already cracked. No, no, remember, remember? No, Bobby Brown was in one of those movies when he was the bartender. Mm. And he, remember, he gave him that advice. That is that with Della Reese? I don't know. I think I've never seen it, but I think Bobby Brown and Della and Reese. He had a Bobby club Brown, and she burned it right, down. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's with Bobby Brown. And, and she, Bobby Brown was telling them, "You bet." He made the bet with him. I think that's what I think see? it was. Yeah. Well, anything dealing with Bobby Brown going end up in. Uh, so who's really crazy at that point? Is it the person playing on the other person's emotions, or is it the one who finally responds and burns your fucking club down? Well, we had this whole conversation a couple of weeks ago when we talked about uh, relationships and playing games and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the people who play games and relationships are... I hate when people say uh, the relationship game or the such and such game. Yeah. Because when you, when you play a game, someone has to win. And right. someone has to lose. Right, right, like right. Yeah. You know, that that's one of the rules of a game. Like yeah. That. So I hate when people say things like I, uh, the love game or the relationship game or right. the, the, the what's name game. Yeah. They're not games. You're- it's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You're indulging in, not indulging, you're, 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 Involved in someone else's emotions, so don't don't play with them. And you know, you know what else about the word game? It makes it seem like it's not a serious part of life, and so if you're doing the relationship game, then that means that it doesn't really mean that much to you. Well, some people, some people, some people take game very serious. Look at look at athletes. You know, whatever game it is that they play, or whatever sports, because sports is a game, right? Yeah. So whatever game they play, they they play it seriously and they play it to win. But even wow, even that, even in that analogy, look at what they sacrifice to win. Oh, everything. They they sacrifice everything. So I hate when people put that stigma of game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, The relationship game. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think, I don't believe that other people, if you're, I'm a straight up person. I explain this to you and I I explain this to you. I'm a straight up, Mm -hmm. straight up as Mm -hmm. much as I can be straight up person so that this way I'm not playing games We've made decisions. You know what I'm saying? And a decision is better than playing a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I put on my Facebook mm-hmm. the other day and people was like, what are you talking about? Um, I'd never get busted. You ain't busting me doing nothing. Right. You can't bust somebody that's not trying to pull one over on Exactly. You. What you did was... You, You'll never get caught. You if, understand now. Or right. You, you, you understand. You figured it out. It, 
you it, you un, you understand what it is that I'm doing. Right. So, uh, but people can't do that. Like people can't people can't be. I'm. I was always nonchalant and cold hearted. Like coming up, like just didn't whatever. Just, uh, just started dealing with this. And you know what's interesting? I've heard you say that before, and I know exactly what you mean when you yeah. say that. But I would also characterize you as a warm person because I think because I don't like you might be cold blooded, but mm-hmm. you're not cold. No, you know what I mean. I'm very, and so you're both. You yes. can be you can be open to like open your heart to people, but not necessarily depend on them being a certain way. You That's know what I mean? That's the one thing I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not open, but I'm warm. So mm-hmm. when you're in my circle, I really do deeply mm-hmm. care. But I can't. It's live. not like you're not open in the way where you're not offering your vulnerabilities yeah. to the world. Yeah. But you're uh, no, not you're not, not closed off from the world I'm either. Not closed I off. think you have a very right. good balance. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like like even when how you and I met. Mm-hmm. I met. When you and I met, I wasn't I'm, like I said. I'm not an open person. But I I, I extended myself to you. Yeah, and I was yeah, like yeah. X Y and Z and blah yeah. blah blah. And now we now you're in my inner circle. You see yeah. what I'm saying? When you and yeah. I met, uh, we we I opened up and we and I extended. But I don't leave myself open. How long y'all two known each other? I know this half of about twelve normally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't years, even we didn't we didn't we didn't even uh, do we didn't, our intro. We didn't do anything. We didn't do got, nothing. Didn't introduce who we're here with. What's going it got on? Real. That's what happened. It is a rainy morning in yes. New York City. Yes, you are listening to Damn Good Conversation. Oh shit! With JP Justice and Anya. Yes, yes. And we have our special favorite guest of the podcast with us. Our returning guest. Uh, that's right. That's right. Artist up. Who, who you want? Artist up. Artist up, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. So we got artist mm-hmm. up. Uh, I like having her in because she she once you once you uncap her and start her to talking, mm-hmm. you you got to be like this. Oh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> well, where are we going with this? And she'll take you way out there, and I like that. I like that mm-hmm. in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on, artist up? Oh, I'm okay. I'm uh, really enjoying our conversation so far. Yeah. I think it's yeah. really um, opening up something inside of me that was opened. And I, you know um, what I do sometimes, and people don't even notice, and Anya don't know it, and, and sometimes we get up, she gets upset. I'll click the record button because sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes the off conversations that we have like, be the girl, best. Oh, be the yeah. Best. Yes. Yeah. Be the best. Yeah, like unscheduled sex, right? Because yeah. when you're like, we're gonna have sex <laughs> three o'clock. Wednesday, uh, I wish four, I was forty-five on minutes. I wish, and then it's like, oh my I god! I wish I had so a like, schedule. I pick you up from work. We're fucking in the trunk. Uh, yeah, it's, like, it's the best, right? I would schedule. Let me tell you something. I would schedule now in my life. Oh my god, that should be like lunch. You crazy? Yeah, it's all relative. What? It's all it's relative. What? Uh, listen, I, I gotta leave this meeting. Why? I gotta five o'clock fuck date. Um, <laughs> when you're young, it's so spontaneous. It's yeah. nice. At my age. Yeah. Shit, schedule it in. Call my peoples. Put it on my calendar. <laughs> Give me two weeks' notice. I gotta, I gotta start working out. Get ready. Shit, I take walk-ins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah. So, so wait, but I, but I do want to hear though your take on this. So, would you call yourself like on the open and closed issue? How are you with other people? How do you open yourself? How do you close yourself? Hold on for me. Let me you hear. You better this. tell the truth. <laughs> Nothing but the truth on damn good conversation. You want to know what? Um, I'll answer that question. Maybe not in its entirety, but I'm going to answer it uh, somewhat. I am very, I'm very open. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not open with everybody. So I'm mm-hmm. like, my life is very small. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of things alone. I don't have, uh, I'll say many, so I don't sound, I don't have many friends. My my circle is like so tiny that mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit, she knows people. But as an artist, I'm very out there. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Because as an artist, you got to reach out to everybody. Yes. So as an artist, I'm out there, mm-hmm. which is really my personal life but it's really not mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like 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 people like oh I, you know i get in front of a stadium a million people but i'm the shyest person you'll ever meet yeah that's kind of like me and i'm very private but i'm yeah, very yeah, public yeah. so i'm very open but i'm also very very close man i, I love that that's such a fine balance because i know a lot of poets that you know you write poetry about the stuff that is the most painful or the most personal and then you got to read it on stage and you got to put it out there in the world but you're still a private person like that's such well, a that goes for any kind of entertainment because yeah, people, the yeah. misconception people think that just because I'm a comedian, mm. I walk around no, it's real shit. Very surprised on how serious my yeah, life is. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So uh, I'm a public 
I'm a public person, but I, I really enjoy my yeah. privacy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, and I, I, I really enjoy that. But I'm also, I think I, I think I discovered yesterday that I could be something of a fucking lunatic. Well, I could, to add on to you, your personality, you are, and I was explaining to you, mm. she is worldly optimistic. Mm. Like, oh, my that's God. That's very true. And I love that. That's Yo, my that's problem. A, the, that's a the, beautiful she's, quality. She's so optimistic, and I was explaining this to her, that, that sometimes real life disappoints you. Mm. Because your optimism on how situations should turn out mm-hmm. don't play out like that. That's true. And, and it's hard to open yourself up to these like possibilities she, all the time. But this is the thing about Nicole. Nicole opens herself in mm-hmm. like and once she once she uh what's the word? Once you commit to something I'm committed. And she's open to it and she's giving it all great vibes. So mm-hmm. when what it is that she open to lets her down, mm. it like it crushes her. And that's know? where craziness is born from. So would you call yourself a, a sensitive person? I am very sensitive and I and it's so funny. I, I had a really, really bad temper. Um and a few years ago I said I have to control this. It it would take me so much to get angry, but once I was angry it was like, Is that the really? little five foot uh hundred and twenty five pound girl? Is mm-hmm. that her? She looks like a fucking Tasmanian devil. You know what? Don't really? hate me for yes. this, but I've noticed a lot of little little women have like a big <laughs> personality. I have noticed this in I'm life. With you. I I'm just saying. Cause you oh, gotta learn how to fill up a room. <laughs> I've noticed this. Oh my God! You, you know what I love? You said, uh, "Don't get mad," but a lot of little women. <laughs> that was good. I, I really like. But that. yeah, I believe that too. Um, they actually call that. Is that a part of Napoleon? No, I am just very. I had a really fucking bad temper, mm. and um, and I said, if I don't control this as I get older, mm. it's it's not gonna be good. And um, where so, where'd your temper come from? Like. Um, I had a fucked up childhood. Oh yeah, we um, all did. Is one of your parents have a bad temper? Is it you um, inherit it? No, my mother was. Uh, she's dead five years. My mother was. Um, Sorry, Nada. Rest in peace. Thank you. My mother was very. She, you know, she was just. She was kind of like uh, JP with the uh, like you know the straight up no bullshit mm-hmm. like me you might get over on me a little bit mm-hmm. i might give be optimistic she no i don't give a fuck it's not going down mm-hmm. and uh my father well um if you see him let me know how he is hilarious no idea hey, yo, you remember her? i was sitting there going she never expressed anything about her father i was waiting for you there to you say go. something so um that that's how that goes but i, I think i just got it from uh, my uh fucked up life and the artistry most artists have fucked up mm-hmm. lives yeah, and you know what I think I think most artists are sensitive people I would describe myself as a very sensitive person too and I used to think it was such a curse because everything would get to me like everything you, would you, get to sensitive? me like oh I'm extremely sensitive but I have learned how to control it and I have learned how to manage myself properly but anyways I used to think it was a, a fault of mine now I realize that it's also a huge a huge what do you call it like a huge benefit and I think as an artist, if you're a sensitive person, you're going to pick up on things in life oh, yeah, that other oh, people yeah. don't pick oh, yeah. up on. Oh, yeah. And it's a oh, yeah. huge blessing. Yes. Huge blessing. Yes. As long as you can learn to manage your emotions yes. and not get hurt by everything, it's a huge blessing. I never pictured you as, a, as an emotional. You know what I pictured you as? Um, someone who throws the emotion to the side. Like, like. A, well, that just, means I'm doing my job right. Like you just ignore, like you ignore, uh, like. Like me, when I say I ignore, I just don't. I, it's not that I ignore. I acknowledge. Mm. I see it. But I just say I don't give a fuck. Mm, and that's a good. But I, I picture Anya as just not even acknowledging it at all. Like you oh. don't even. It's not even a give. A, I don't give a fuck. And you just don't acknowledge it. I thought that was your type of person. And that's because I've gotten very good at okay managing myself. Okay. You know, wow, that's interesting. That's mm-hmm. interesting. See I'm, me, I, I'll notice it. Oh, her leg is broke. Fuck it, I still gotta go that way. <laughs> Anya didn't even notice your leg was broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see, I see. So that's what I thought. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. I see. It's it's uh it's very interesting because I'm uh, back to not knowing almost how to control my anger. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I um Take because of stuff back. happening in your life or just... yeah, like and it's so crazy because. I'm kind of happy because I think I was more, I'm more, I think my temper's a little worse now than what it was when I was, uh, when Impossible. I learned to control it. And I'm very serious. It, I don't think it, You I don't saw think, me last night. I don't think that you're, I don't think that you're, I, as you get older, you can't possibly have a worse 
it's more direct. Well, it's more, I mean, it's more, it's more sniper like. There's, opposed, there's okay. your evolution as a as a person as you age, but there's also life circumstances. Like, what if as you get older, your circum like something happens in your life where people are just pushing your button all the time? Yeah, your temper might get worse. It's not that you, you become more of a as a child or as a younger person. You don't realize that your 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 temper flare not only burned who you wanted to burn, yeah. but it also burned this couch or it yeah, also yeah. burned something else that you yeah. and as you get older you learn how to direct and be more direct with that anger yeah like i can be angry at riding the subway but then as an older man i know how to get off and respect the hot dog dude right. i know i know he had nothing to do with this anger so i didn't get you know, you know oh i know what you mean that you, yes. if you get angry you don't direct it towards the wrong people right. and yeah. that, that that only comes better with age so when she says she's getting she her temper is worse then it's it's being more directed. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't like you can't possibly be angry at everyone. Yeah. And as you get older you realize that that can't fly in a yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was I, never angry at everyone. It was always oh, no, a controlled no. I always had a controlled temper. Mm-hmm. So when I say it got worse, I mean I controlled it, and I wouldn't even get angry when it was time to get angry. I'd mm-hmm. just be like, mm-hmm. you know, like a flower girl running through daisies, mm-hmm. no matter <laughs> what was happening. Uh-huh. I had myself to that level, and now I'm like, burn your fucking house down. Yo, let me tell you, when I was a child in elementary school, I remember I used to throw temper tantrums, and I remember my teachers used to come in, and I'll never forget her name is Miss Chase. One, it was a whole lot of. There was a whole lot of teachers that used to come in. Mrs. Milton, Mrs. Campbell, Mrs. Anderson. I had a crush on Miss Anderson. Miss Shepard. Miss Shepard. Miss Gathers. All these people used to come in, but Mrs. Chase was like the most down to earth mama type teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, she was that mama type teacher. Mm-hmm. And I never forget she had the gradient glasses, the big curly wig. She was hip heavy. <laughs> hip heavy. She always wore the, the like the Renaissance type loose blouse shirt that mm-hmm. you women wear. She has a motherly vibe. She had a motherly mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time everybody went to lunch and I couldn't go to lunch and here I am throwing a temper tantrum. I'm blazing up. Mm-hmm. And I remember her just looking at me going, do you know how much of a fool you look like right now? Oh, sh- I love that. Yo, she, said, she said, oh my God, I love that. Here you are throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. Now you got you can't go on a trip. You can't do this. Blah blah blah. Look at all of the things yeah. that you affected by this temper tantrum. You know what? That's exactly how I was raised. Yeah. My parents almost never in my whole life punished me. Mm-hmm. I never, I've never gotten grounded. Not any kind of punishment. But when I would do something that was off, my mother would take me aside and say, "Look, you did what you did, and here are all the consequences." And I'm going to just leave you with that. And then I, on my own, would think through it and be like, oh, my God, I really messed things up. And in a way, that was almost worse than punishing me because I, like, carried so much guilt with me, you know, and it got to me. But I think it worked way better I, than punishing because I didn't, I didn't ever step out of line again. I love your mother mm. <laughs> because I'm doing that with my daughters right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. It teaches you to be an individual, take responsibility. You know something? Until you said it, I thought... That, am I doing it the right way? Because mm. I don't. Because we was raised with ass whoopings. You, you did what? You ate the cracker. That's how simple the ass whooping was. You ate crackers. Well, goddamn, huh? You can't eat crackers. And you know what? And I, I would get my ass whooped. But I said that ass whoopings don't really help. To tell you the truth, I think it, you gotta have a different approach for different children because based on who they are, they're gonna react to stuff oh, so you differently. In ass <laughs> she said no. I think the other for, <laughs> for some kids, ass whoopings is exactly what they need. Holla! I had never heard a white woman say, "Ladies and gentlemen, let's go on the record." It's how and we do we it in the Russia. Yeah, we the black delegates now agree that mm. Anya, Anya, let's. We gotta hear you say this. Oh, I'll go public with it. You'll go some kids with- need an ass whooping sometimes. There's no two ways around. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 
91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Oh, my God. You know, right now, there's a white woman that's listening to this like, what? <laughs> what? How? I, this is absurd. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't even understand where these people are coming from that think that you should never, like, lay a hand on your children. I mean, listen, there's a line that you can't cross. You can't hurt them permanently. Nothing that they can't walk off in the next several hours. But, <laughs> but, oh, your daughter is looking at me right now like, come on. Come on now. No, but, um. She said nothing they can't but, walk off. That's hilarious. Yeah, nothing that they can't walk off. But I don't understand how people think that, you know, it's like you should raise your child in a way where you don't don't you know physically reprimand them because like all animals physically interact with their children i don't Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we are physical beings we gotta right you gotta hug them you gotta be affectionate with them and when they're out of line just give them a nice little tap you know i'm talking about but my my parents and i don't know if this is you like it was no tap Mm -hmm. my my parents my mother my Mm -hmm. father only took a my father always knew one or two hits from my pops and that was the ass mm-hmm. whoop whoop now sit your ass did you get down. the belt or was it just the hand my, my pops was the straight hand dude mm-hmm. but he was so heavy handed backhand or front hand oh listen it, you get both ways you, you, backhand one way and then front hand coming back <laughs> then you got the side chop <laughs> right but my dad was such a heavy handed person he knew one or two hits was fine uh-huh. my mother there'd be a time out in that ass whooping just wait. Ah, give me some water. Ah, give me the towel. Nah, this shit ain't over, goddammit. Ah. Intermission. It's an intermission. intermission in this ass whooping. That's funny. So, you know, growing up, uh, my mom's was was a heavy, heavy disciplinary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so looking back on it, how do you feel about that? Like, would, would you have rather that not happened? Or do you think that got you straight? Or do you think the Mrs. Chase method was better? And that just should have been all I the time? I love that you remembered her name, too. Uh, mm-hmm. I know how much of a menace I was. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine me ticking off my mother to the point where she, Mrs. Chase only dealt with me during school hours. Yeah. My mother dealt with me until I closed my eyes to go to sleep. Yeah. And then the second I woke back up. Yeah. So where Mrs. Chase will be like, he going home in a few minutes. Yeah. My mother had to deal with it. Yeah. But so at the same time. Way, so which way was better? I guess in the settings, each one was perfect. Right. Both of them. You need both right, of them. Right. Yeah. In the settings. And man, the- I felt so stupid with Miss Chase, man. Yeah. Miss Chase was like, look at, look at you. And, 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 this, and this one, I learned cliches. Uh, you, you biting your nose to spite your face. You throwing the baby out with mm, the bathwater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know all those kind of things came in play back mm-hmm, then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't come in play. I heard them back then. Mm-hmm. It didn't come into play until I was in my late twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't completely understand this stuff until you get like when I explain to my kids and I use these cliches and I use what uh, idealistically people say because mm-hmm. when you hear it as a child, how old are you by the way? You, I'm 31. Right. So when you hear it, it's probably just clicking in with you, and you probably now just understanding these cliches and these idealistic, right? No, I got it some time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know in my twenties, it it never clicked. Like I didn't understand what these people are talking about. Why you keep talking about you, when you lay down with the pigs, you're gonna get up smelling like what are you talking about? I don't play with pigs. What are you talking about? But then it, as you get older, you understand the meanings. You're gonna throw the baby out with the bath mm-hmm. water. In other words, meaning you're gonna throw something out good. Because you're throwing out what you think you don't need or you're yeah. throwing out what you don't need. You know, there's a saying that I really like that goes, don't sacrifice the thing that you're sacrificing for. <laughs> like, okay, so for example, let's say uh, you're the provider of your family and you have this job that makes a lot of money that 
you're supporting your family with, right? So the sacrifice that you're making is for your family. But then because of that job, you work so much that you never get to see your family. So you've mm. sacrificed your family for your family, mm-hmm. you know? That happens a lot in life. Mm-hmm. That is that happens, life. That, that is life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I had my way, I would be with my kids 24-7 just because I, I want them to get as much as me as possible. Now, can you mm-hmm. call my father and tell him that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so sidebar, keep going. I mean, I yeah, call my father while you're at it. No, I think we probably have a little bit of a different story, but he he keeps a distance. Her story is incredible. Mine is just fucked up. Well, my father's a rabbi. Really? So, yeah. So so, how much twisty can you get? Like, well, pe- black people were Jewish people first. So. No, but what I'm saying is, you're a <laughs> rabbi. You should. What are you be laughing at? I'm sorry. I've just never uh, called uh, me an Israelite. I am black no more. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, I hear you. Kendrick Lamar. Um, I hear you. Yeah, blacks were Jews first, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that great exchange, and now all of a sudden we view white people as Jewish people. What I'm saying is he's a uh, he's a rabbi he and a Caribbean. More... No, say the whole thing. He's a Caribbean yeah, black he rabbi. Is. Either way, he should so, so... know to uh, support and be there for his. Uh... Mm-hmm. Well, y'all are grown now, so like once my kids get old enough, once my what? kids get old enough. I'm letting go so fast. But JP, but you, but you've invested in the beginning of life. If you never invest, there's never. It's never too late, you know. It's never like ah, well, you know, I kind of missed it. Like if you weren't there for such and such years, doesn't mean you shouldn't come back. It doesn't, you know. Y'all are speaking like true on parents. How the fuck can you just leave a motherfucking kid and expect them to just? That motherfucker just left me in the wild and expected me to to just understand and just know shit. Where my mother, it was like, it just made everything so much more difficult. I have a sister. Do you mm-hmm. want to tell us the story briefly? Like, how old were you when he left? What was the deal? I was born. I, so, from the beginning. <laughs> I was born. And it's, what the fuck are you laughing at? So, Yo, she said, when, was, when I was born, that's when he left. I, that's yeah. it. And it's fucked up because my sister and I, you know, we have the same father. Mm-hmm. Um, she's six years older than me. My father was, uh, my father is a genius. He's smart. I mean, that's just hands down. He's very, he's smart. He's oh, artistic. Oh, wow. Let me ask you this. Was, How does it feel to know that your father was around for your sister more than it? Like I your wouldn't sis, your say. Have, does your sister have memory of your, your father? Yes, but I wouldn't say that he was you know what? It feels the whole situation feels weird to know that you're somebody created you and mm-hmm. was like, "I'm good." Like, well, yeah, I'm out. like I'm she out. wasn't a one yeah. night stand. Like she was your woman. Like, yeah. like I have a brother my age. My father was in Germany when I was born. Um, and it's so funny because my sister has his last name and I have my mother's last name, and I, I'm very proud for that because if I had his last name, I'd be frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I think I'd be a completely different person too, like uh, Nicole Charles. That's very weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm very happy with my name mm-hmm. with my mother staying because she could have left too, right? Moms leave all the time. Mm-hmm. Moms did. So I'm very happy that at least she stayed and uh, weathered the storm of two two girls on her own. Blah blah blah. But um, so he was absent, and I, I I saw him. He showed up to a graduation, and uh, you know, I saw him randomly. I haven't seen him since 2006. He said he was going back home for a minute and never came back. Mm-hmm. I look at my watch randomly to see if uh, you are really <laughs> stupid, man. Yo, you don't hear this girl? Look at her watch. 2006. Yeah, he said I'll be back. Come on, that's that's incredibly sentimental. No, like, I, I understand what it is, but that's just hilarious. As <laughs> he said, I look at my watch every once in a while. <sighs> ah, that's hysterical. Yeah, like, and he's, he's still not fucking back. This is 2017. You forgot yeah. something. My yeah. mother died. I called him. I, I, and uh, did he did he show up at your mother's? Hell no. But I forgave him when his mother died, and he didn't go to her funeral either. And I was like, this motherfucker's just weird. I don't go to funerals. And the whole nigga, my mother died. I have no plans on going to any. Well, come funeral. see me after. Yeah. Stand outside the funeral home, nigga. Give me a hug. Yeah, I don't have no plans on going to no. I went to my mom's only because. First off, I don't want to see a dead body. That's first off. Really not into seeing no coffin, coffin-like body. That's not the thing. Uh, and the only reason why I went to my mother is because my mother's body wasn't there. Like her, she was cremated, uh-huh. so it was just a whole bunch of boards of pictures. You know, the people with the picture boards and all that kind of stuff. So to me, that was better to honor her that way. But if it, if there would have been a body there. 
I wouldn't wait. That's deep. Yeah, I don't do that dead body. You know, people fuck dead bodies. What do wow. they call that? Necrophilia. People connection to make. Yeah. I like how your how your brain works. Everything goes back to sex. So people fuck dead bodies, and I, I think that that's really weird because they must live double lives. They don't take them to the movies. I think yeah. these people fuck these dead people, and then they kiss their wives, their husbands. <gasps> they and yeah. they'll never know, and that's why I like Law yeah, and yeah. Order. That's why I like like yeah, you can't tell someone's just, fetish just by looking at them. No, you cannot. <gasps> and yeah, I think people that have fetishes they do lead double lives. They have to. Yo, yeah, when I was when yeah. I was younger, I uh, I was dating this young lady. And not even dating her because it didn't even get that far. Uh, something felt weird every time she would touch me with her hands. <laughs> like something felt weird. And like the second or third time hanging out with her, I said, what do you do for a living? I'm a mortician. I said, bitch, don't ever touch me again. For real. Don't ever touch me again. <laughs> bitch trying to kill you. No, it's not that. I kept saying something was like, I'm, I, and this is something, let's go back to uh, being artists, mm-hmm. I'm really drawn on the energy. Energy, mm-hmm. and something used to be real weird mm-hmm. when she touches me. Mm-hmm. I used to just feel weird when she touched mm-hmm. me. So when I finally got, so you think she to, had death on her hands? It's not that she. I don't know if she had death on her hands, but I know that oh, that yeah. energy that she was touching me with yeah. wasn't wasn't right. So I'm yeah. sitting there going, why can't I? And when she said, I, I work with, that's what she might have said. Well, yeah. said, oh, what do you do for a living? I work with dead people. Bitch, don't ever. Touch me yeah. again. Won't suck yeah. the soul out of yeah. this dick. You won't suck. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh, bitch. <laughs> no. But you can try, though. No, only. <laughs> hey, yo. But yeah, uh, but yeah, so, so that was, that's what was weird. Um, now, before we started yeah. going back to sex and death, what is wrong with you? Listen, I told you. I had a break last night, and I'm just over it. What does that mean? What you, you had a break last night? What does that a mean? A break or a breakthrough? A breakthrough, a break. I wouldn't call it a breakthrough because like I don't know how positive thing? it's going to end. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm just over people fucking around in my life. Mm. If you want to fuck Preach. around, you know what my go first? fuck around with people who fuck around. Preach. Yo, can, no, I tell you, know what? can I tell you what my first text was her to, to her this mm. morning? Mm-hmm. My first text to her this morning because uh, I was calling. I wanted to text her and tell her to come to the show. Yeah. So I went to Facebook about seven something this morning. Yeah. I said, let me, let me hit Nicole up. And I was like, yeah. I said, she, did she block me? I wasn't sure. I was on my phone. I was like, did she block me? Yeah. So I got up out of my bed, came to the computer, and I, I said, yo, she blocked me. Mm-mm. So I went to another person's page that I know she writes on, and I didn't see her name there. I said, I know this girl did not block me. Mm-hmm. I text her. Oh, you blocking me from Facebook now? Okay, I feel you. LOL. <laughs> but come to find out, she said she shut her account down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's was that a part of your breakthrough? Yeah. And good I, for I you. It. Good I for you. It. I haven't been going. I, I use Facebook just for Messenger, but I haven't been doing any social media for a while now. Oh, my God. I feel so much better. I don't but know. Here's what I was going to say earlier about not tolerating bullshit. Um, I heard this saying that you get what you tolerate. That's very fucking true. And I, I love that. And if you just, at some point, like, if you feel overwhelmed by stuff and you're like, why is this happening to me? Like, I don't know how to get rid of this stuff. No, like, you just draw a hard line. I will not stand for this. Did I you don't see care. me, myself, and Irene with uh, uh, Jim Carrey? Long time ago, yeah. Jim, Jim Carrey, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, when he was in that supermarket and had that break, I'm right there. Mm-hmm. I'm like right there mm-hmm. and I am so over people mm-hmm. and their bullshit mm-hmm. because somebody will accept any and everything so long as you're honest because it's somebody mm-hmm. willing to accept it mm-hmm. go find those motherfuckers who want to accept it and mm-hmm. leave people like me right. the fuck right. alone right 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 word the fuck up yeah well, well here's the thing what do you do when you come across that at this point now, from from last night on, I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen when I come across a motherfucker trying to play with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm very mm-hmm. serious. I'm mm-hmm. so over people. Why? Why go play with a motherfucker who's playing? Mm-hmm. There, that way, ain't no. So what kind of like what kind of thing are you talking about specifically? Like, all what of it. Kind of... I'm just. I'm not leaving. Give me an example. Out. Give me an example. What's the last thing that happened that you were like, uh uh-uh. uh? Mm. And she asked. I ain't say nothing. 
I know. She asked. Uh, you don't have to share what you don't want to share. Just give I'm me gonna, an example. I'm like, gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just uh, sum it up and say mm-hmm. lying about anything. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to me. Because mm-hmm. if you're lying to me, you're trying to take away my option, my choice, and mm-hmm. and that is like very politician like. Mm-hmm. Don't do that to me. The first mm-hmm. thing I said to y'all earlier is that I, I tell such blatant truth that it's decision making. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing again. Yeah, don't play it's with decision making. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Give me the option to say I'll deal with that or I won't deal with that. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't deal with it, then mm-hmm. somebody behind me will. Mm-hmm. So don't don't play with me. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Because you know what? The truth always comes out eventually. So just tell it and from the beginning. Yeah, so lying is just a waste of time. And now you're wasting someone else's time. And yeah, no, that's disrespectful. And dangerous. It's disrespectful. And very dangerous. Yeah. Disrespectful yeah. and dangerous. Countries mm-hmm. have gone down. For, come on. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. God damn, people. Uh, yeah, no, I had that. I had that same kind of breakthrough a while ago, and I've just like for months right, now, right. no we bullshit. We had the same talk. We had and the same I, talk. Yeah, I feel great. So you know what, Nicole? Holy, holy, welcome. Wait a, wait a minute, because not to cross, because I haven't told you about her, and haven't told you about her, but I'm sitting here remembering both of your stories, and both of you ladies had the same problem. Well, fuck them. I mean, I don't. There, I don't. I. Well, yeah. All right. So I'm going to sum up my story briefly just because I think we talked about this on the air. But I was um, what I think you're referring to is that I was dating somebody and uh, things were going really well for a while. And then all of a sudden stuff changed in the relationship because stuff changed in this guy's personal life. And he fell into this deep depression and he like kind of became a different person a little bit. Uh, and for a while, I was so gung-ho. I was like, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to be there for you. You need your space. Take your space. If you want me there to talk to, I'm there for you to talk to. You know, Hello. like all of this. Sounds familiar. Yeah. And I was just there for him, there for them, there for him. And then at a certain point, I was like, I read this quote online that was like, if somebody is not reaching towards you when you reach for them, just let them be. And this guy was no longer reaching out towards me. And I was like, I don't need to be in someone's life who isn't actively trying to be in mine. Mm. You know? Mm. And I was like, I'm done. And I broke up with him. And I feel fucking amazing. Mm. I feel great. Mm. You know what? And I was at that point at one point, And, and I left. You, feel back. you fell back. And then. You double backed. I double backed, back backed, uh, triple backed then uh, went forward and landed in some shit again. But Mm -hmm. so I'm like a little past that. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm just going to walk away. And and I'm going to say this on the air. I don't know if anybody is going to truly listen to me on this part, but maybe it'll help me not do anything. Okay. But I'm at the left eye, burn your house down phase, the Angela Bassett just fucking i'm like real because you like you fucking well, with me well, i here, leave you sounds you like you're stop coming to me sounds like you're starting to stand up for yourself whereas before yeah. you were letting it happen but at some point you got to stand up for and yourself you know what's so crazy about that when you and i'm gonna say it like this and tell me how absurd this sounds how did you stand up for yourself mm-hmm. take my bullshit right yes. take my bullshit right what what, what what do you mean you gotta change a, right you changing your mind what do you, you mean you're what, better than me no not, not even better what do you mean you're not gonna accept my shit right i've been giving you my shit right since day one i thought we had an understanding i thought we had an understanding right you know what i'm saying so that's the denial stage in in that the other person but then also it takes a while to to break those patterns so what you're doing, yeah. what you're doing now, as far as you're doing it cold turkey, and you know who you're gonna hurt when you do it cold turkey? Him. You. Mm-mm. You. I don't give hurt. a fuck listen, if we both drown. Listen, no, you, that and, motherfucker's and, and, gonna and, drown. And, and here's the part that you gotta understand. And listen to me when I say this to you. Let save save your own life. Mm-hmm. If even if you're trying to kill him, save your own life. Mm-hmm. I understand that you drastically need this change. That's understandable. But what did you say? Don't sacrifice what you're sacrificing mm-hmm. during the sacrifice. Did I, mm-hmm. I think I said it wrong. Yeah. No, don't sacrifice what you're sacrificing for. Right. So you're sacrificing for your sanity. But don't sacrifice your sanity for your sanity. Exactly. So that in other words, so in other words, so, 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 so here's what I'm saying. You have to, you have to 
first off, acknowledge the pain, and that's what you're doing. And right now, you're and, and what you're doing is a natural thing. You're you're angry at the pain. You're supposed to be angry at the pain. There's, yeah. there's still nothing wrong with what you're yeah. doing. But now, as a woman of 30 plus, you now have to handle it differently. So instead of instead of being angry and shutting off your Facebook and cutting off yeah. the rest of your possibilities of work and keeping your mind sane, you shutting off your Facebook is sacrificing what you're sacrificing for the sacrifice. My number is very public. It's not about your. It's not about. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that your number is public. What I'm saying is. You have to learn how to kill him without killing yourself. Mm, right. So, so. And let me, let me just say this. Just surround because... yourself. So, real quick, you can have it. Mm-hmm. So surround yourself with positive, forward-moving people and possibilities. Mm-hmm. And even though you don't know who and what that is, you just have to be in that arena. Mm-hmm. And once you start to do that, he'll, people feel, people People feel a change in you. you mm-hmm. ever, some mm-hmm. people, you ever fuck with some people and then all of a sudden they're not fucking with you to the point where y'all can't even be around each other. And it's nothing mm-hmm. negative. They, We just feel a different way. When, when I see him, when I see the person, I just go, hey, what's going on? And I walk, keep on moving. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Um, and, and, and I know it's going to take a minute. I know it's going to take a minute. And what you're going through right now and how you're dealing with it right now is very human. You know, fuck everybody. Fuck this. I'm shutting my Facebook page. I need a, a, a drastic change in my life. That's like being a, a drastic dieter, and I'm not eating. You know what? Sometimes you need to shut yourself off for a too. little bit. I believe you that know? too. I believe but that too. I yeah. lost 15 pounds. I look like I smoke crack. 15 pounds. That's a lot of weight. And I'm like, why are my bras so big? I'm like, what is happening? I looked at my titties, and I said, well, where the hell are they? Is this because of the stress? You know what? I didn't know I lost the weight until I stepped on the scale ye- yesterday. Yeah, day before yesterday, I got up, I stepped on the scale. I was like, "Whoa, I lost weight!" And I was like, "This is just way too much." Losing weight's never a bad thing for a woman, so I'm not complaining. I so disagree. Much, I disagree. Come on, if you're if you're stressed I, out and you're not eating and you're you're right. losing weight in a way that's not healthy, it's a bad thing. So at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is like pretty tragic. But and I'm being very transparent at this with this uh, portion of oh, my that's life great. That's great. because I feel like I know I'm not the only person yes. going Preach. through yes. stuff mm-hmm. like and this. And that's what mm-hmm. I like. So, that's what I like when I hear people say they're transparent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so as an artist. It's like, oh my God, she's going through that. Like, it's like she hasn't reached a certain level of syndication. Should she even mm-hmm. be saying that? Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's natural, and mm-hmm. we all come across people who are um, who are disgusting, and, and their mm-hmm. whole goal is to just fuck up your life. Toxic people. Toxic oh. people. Yeah. Toxic come on people. now. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm loving this. Con- I'm listening. I love this conversation. Mm-hmm. God so, damn. Mm-hmm. Really not. Really just disabling that Facebook is not so much as fuck everybody. Body, it was just like you know what I don't I don't I'm not getting any work through it yeah enough to where I'm like let me I need mm-hmm. this right now it's mm-hmm. not financially getting me any because mm-hmm. um, you know gain. what social media it gets in your head and if you've got stuff that you're going through right now where you need a clear head and you just need to be like centered and focused it might not be such a bad idea to just get off facebook for a while right because it's like i don't i understand getting off of facebook for a while i know people that sometimes i take a seven day break sometimes i take a but to this we have to acknowledge that social media is a Has real helped. part of our day-to-day yeah lives. as artists yeah right. eventually Not even as, you're artists, gonna... as people like like that's that's the new way people interact you know what that's I'm saying? True. That's so, true. Right. So fuck your friends who want to look and see what the fuck I'm doing. No, yeah. but, but no, that's exactly not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about. So what about the friend who honestly cares about you? And now that you cut your Facebook off, they don't know how to catch up to you. Well, then they're not my friend. No, yeah. no, no. They, they're no, a they're, real they're, friend. They're, no, they, they are. How? They, you see what I'm saying? You can't sit here and say. They you got my what? number. But you know what? People have friendships in different ways. For some people, a real friend could be somebody that you're just with on Facebook and might not have your number. But for some people, if you're a real friend, you damn sure have their number. And you damn sure know how to reach them. I lost my phone for great. about 
a I have week. Great, I have great friends on Facebook that I've never met. You do, but you you reached, do, but she doesn't because people are different. You you you've reached a lot more people than I have. You're way more further in your career than I am at this point. You're so of course you've got those people that don't need to be in your circle with to actually pick up the phone. Physical say, person, right? So so for you to have that is normal okay. and natural, right. and but I I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. So if there are people out there like that for me and my artistry, thank you, and 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 mm-hmm. maybe I'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. But for the people, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's like I lost my phone. I learned something. I lost my phone. I didn't have a phone for about a week. Mm. Nobody knew that I didn't have a phone for mm. like a week, mm. and that is when I said, "Whoa, you're invisible." I'm invisible. I said, "You know what?" I'm, I don't really. I never called people in the did first I try place. To contact you during but I don't think you did. I don't uh, call people in the first place. I hate her. But <laughs> I love you. But it, it's like that is like I could have been dead. Mm-hmm. I yeah. could have been in the hospital when yeah. I see you. I could anything could have yeah, been wrong yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah. A fucking week. Yeah. And nobody was yeah. like hitting. Like nobody. Have you seen Nicole? Have you? Can that you was yeah. a red flag. You yeah. know, you know something about yeah. my phone number and my phone. I've had my number for so long, I'm afraid to let it go. Me too. I've only ever had one number in my life. And I'm afraid to let this number go. Yeah. I'm afraid that there's a friend 25 years ago, because that's how long I've had my number, yeah. will not be able to contact me. Yeah. So I can't go without my social media or even, well, media. What, what a, would you call your phone? Yeah. Is, is your phone like social media? No, but it's... No, um, it's, uh, not, it's not media, but it's... Just a communication device. Right. I have right. a, a so similar story to that, um, actually. Um, I used to change numbers all the time. And um, I've had this number for about six years. And the reason I keep it, um, fuck it, I'll just say it. The reason I keep it is because it's the last number I had when my mother was alive. Mm. And so I keep the number. Just um, in case your mother calls from heaven. Yeah. Actually, I smoke the same stuff. People who have mothers won't understand that, and that that may be somebody saying she's a little weird. But people who don't have mothers, you know, you know, I, my mother no, passed. I understand my that. mother passed, and I look at her Facebook page every once in a while. See, hmm. that's crazy. Her page is still there. Yeah, I'm like, this lady's gonna call. <laughs> yeah, this lady. God's gonna, gonna, God gonna give her one one last phone call. Listen, I'm I'm in the corner of heaven. I, yeah, I took the phone from God. Listen. Look in the cabinet. <laughs> Look at my third drawer. I left twenty dollars. Go buy some sugar. <laughs> Make me some Kool Aid coal. <laughs> Go buy me a pack of Newports. <laughs> That's very funny to me. Oh my God! I'm going to hell for a joke. That's right now. Funny. Everybody in heaven just turns around and said, "What the hell is he talking about?" See, Josephine, that's your goddamn boy down here. Look at him. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That was great. I like that one. Um, Nicole, uh, listen, we here, whenever we throw up our microphones, I'm, I'm open to having you here and being a part, of, being a third member until, you know, every once in a while people have like a, I like having, I like to have enough to bounce off of. I learned a lot from you two ladies today. Mm. You, know what I, you, know what I, you know what I learned from both of you today? First off, I know... We talk. I talk, I'm, ladies and gentlemen. When you are in my circle, I ask a lot of questions, and mm-hmm. I talk. I talk to the people in my circles closely because I want to know. I want to know how you move. Mm-hmm. So, without telling each other's story, I'm sitting here listening to you, ladies, today. Like, wow, they are so similar. Like, they are so similar. Uh, both of y'all are. I wouldn't say severe or extreme artists, but you're serious artists. So, both of you, ladies, look at life differently. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, so, you know what I'm saying? You have a lot in common. Um, I learned a lot from you two ladies today. Uh, I enjoyed listening more so today. Like, today I listened. And you see me, so I'm looking at both of y'all like, mm. and y'all was both on some points, goddamn it. Ladies and gentlemen, they was, y'all was preaching. Y'all was in that, pul- y'all was in that pulpit mm-hmm. today, goddamn it. They was in the mm-hmm. pulpit, goddamn it. And, and Anya, you, what did Anya say? Uh, it's toxic. So I said, mm, go ahead, Anya, get that goddamn word out. Because uh, you know what? Because I have experience with toxic people. I grew up with a toxic yeah. person, and it got to me for a long time. And then because I grew up with her, I learned how to deal with toxic people. And now 
because of because of that circumstance, can't nobody toxic touch me. Here's what I always tell can't people. Can't nobody mess with me. Ladies and gentlemen, you're sitting on the bus listening to this podcast. You're on a train. You're doing whatever you do. And you see that person sitting across from you. Do not assume that your per- problems are personal. Mm. It just takes a conversation. Right. Right. It just takes a conversation. Hence mm-hmm. my transparency. Yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm not saying, ladies and gentlemen, just talk to any old person in the street. Uh, no. But what I'm, what <laughs> don't I don't recommend. Yeah, I don't recommend that. But what I am saying is, it's not personal, and find that just in a circle. don't don't start off your impression of somebody by assuming they don't get you. Oh, that's true. You know? uh, and also find that circle of people, or that person, or that group, or that counselor that you can talk to, because every everybody or somebody out there can't understand you. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't don't yeah. don't don't intake that so personal, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Um for sure. We've been kicking it for over an hour. I'm putting this whole thing up straight. All right. Oh no, I like how you edit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just send it to you and let you edit it how you like it. Alright. Yeah, she put the little music and everything on it. Mm. We got an intro music and if you ever listen to it, I never played it. I never did it. But Anya, I like that. Mm. Nice. Uh, she put the little intro on in the beginning. I was like, eh. Zabib. <laughs> So uh, definitely, um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank y'all for listening. Uh, this is JP Justice, and I'm in here with the beautiful Anya and and uh, artist up. Thanks, thanks for hanging out. Yes, I love you guys. Thank um, you. Once again, you know me. Tell them the number. So much love, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to write in to damngoodconversation at gmail dot com, or you can call and leave us a voicemail at six four six four seven zero six four four two. And let us know how the live came out, ladies and gentlemen, because we yeah. was live today. Did you? We hear was it? live. Uh, yeah, I checked it in the beginning. It was fine. I, I, I didn't listen the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. We were live today. I yeah, like that. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much. It's your boy, JP Justice. And Anya. Anya. And Artist Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've been listening to Damn Good Conversation. I want to thank you all. Peace out. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.